Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCarg, host of Alligator Preserves, and I've been a bad, bad girl. It's been five days since I've posted a Q Diaries episode. So I'm back. Forgive me and stay tuned for a five-day recap. Welcome to Alligator Preserves, a weekly podcast about revealing yourself through storytelling, story reading, and story writing, but probably not story arithmetic, because that's not a thing. You just might surprise yourself with the secrets you'll uncover. Holy moly, as my character Celeste would say in Water White, I cannot believe that All of a sudden, it's Thursday, and I haven't posted anything here since, I think, last Saturday. So today's episode, I'll try to make it quick, let you know what these past five days have been like and what I've been doing to stay busy and out of trouble. Oh, let's see. Last Sunday was a day of rest and cleaning and soaking chickpeas because I've had a bag of chickpeas for about, oh, I don't know, 25 years. And I figured it was time to do something with the chickpeas. So I looked up chickpea recipes and I made a pretty decent recipe with them that wasn't hummus, even though we do love hummus. I took a long walk that day, found more bones, which I'm realizing there must be kills happening along fence lines where maybe deer get trapped and can't go over and they get taken down because there were several sets of bones along some of the fence lines during my walk. I I took a longer walk than normal uh, and I was just so frustrated by the amount of litter. Why, why, why do people still litter? Uh, It's so selfish, so cruel, so disrespectful, so ignorant. And I know I'm preaching to the choir here because I realize that my listeners aren't Litterers, you guys aren't the ones to blame, but holy mackerel, I, uh, I, I'm going to have to go out with bags and bags and bags and start collecting it because I just can't stand to see it anymore. I narrated chapters 19 and 20 of Water White on Sunday, and then all of a sudden it was Monday, and Monday was spent all day on tech issues. My faithful laptop, the one that I've written all my books on, started to die. Uh, So fortunately, she gave me time to transfer my apps, and uh, I wondered if she could be saved, and I did a lot of online research, putting in the types of things that were happening, like all of a sudden it would just shut off. I thought maybe it was a fan issue, but no, It's it, then it went through some kind of disc repair thingamajiggy. And Mike said, ooh, that's, that's the end. That's the end of it. So all my wonderful stories and everything that I wrote on that machine, all my awesome local stickers that are on her cover, I don't know, I'm going to have to write an ode to my computer one of these days. I had a teeny wave of depression on Monday. (sighs) You know, I think it's going to hit us all at different times and for different lengths of time. I felt like just curling up and doing absolutely nothing. It was one of those just kind of an, an exhaustion, an emotionally exhausting kind of depression where, you know, there's, there's just so much unknown out there. And I recognize that the whole planet is going through it. 
That should make it better, but, you know, it doesn't always. But I made myself get up and use my food saver some more to freeze some more things. The president decided on Monday that social distancing would now be extended through April, through the end of April. But Denver Pop Culture Con is still on track. They sent a notification saying we're still planning for it for Fourth of July weekend. And I'm not really sure how I feel about that right now because I just, ooh, I don't know. I don't know that I, that I trust that. I don't know that I would trust all of a sudden being in a convention center with potentially thousands and thousands of people coming through because that's typically what the pop culture cons are like. And I don't even know if anyone else would want to come out for it. So I just don't know that it's a great idea to still be planning on that. But we'll see. We'll we'll play this by ear. On Tuesday, I felt like I was a little bit back on track. I thought I might even record an episode. I was almost ready to record an episode. It was the last day of March, and March was going out like a lamb because it was beautiful out. And I started thinking about Trump's, you know, sudden recognition that churches shouldn't be packed for Easter which is what he was touting just not too long ago. My fear is that there are still going to be people packing churches on Easter Day, which is coming up, maybe expecting a miracle. And instead, they're going to uh, they're gonna get something other than a miracle. I just, I fear for that. And I hope that churches, wherever they are, will keep their doors closed. I prepared my monthly haiku for the month of April for some of my Patreon patrons. And this month I sent out postcards. And my haiku that I'll share with you is this. And I I thought of it on my walk. COVID-19 grips our globe. Challenge yourself to learn, grow, live, be kind. And I always add a heart around my poem On Tuesday, I actually ventured to Ace Hardware to buy starter trays and pots for my seeds. I do consider the start of a new vegetable garden as essential, and I mailed some seeds to a new friend I have yet to meet. I also looked up how to write an ode, because again, I really think I need to write an ode to my Dell 13-inch XPS. And for those of you who want to write an ode, It's generally written about an ordinary place or thing. And you give it praise and thanks. You speak to it directly. Use adjectives to describe it. Use verbs to personify it. And use repeated lines. My old creative writing teacher, Jeff Runyon from Colorado Mountain College, would be pleased to know that I looked up the major parts of an ode. And there are many different types of odes right now, but are A formal one has a strophe, an anti-strophe, and an epod. An epode, an epod. 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 Epody. Epody. Something like that. (laughs) I looked at the meter structure of the lines. I'm not sure if my ode to my computer is going to be quite that formal. I also went to Safeway on Tuesday because I was curious to see how they were doing things and if they had any fresh fruits and vegetables, which I'm missing horribly. Everyone stayed well away from everyone, practically jumping out of the way when someone came along. And there's now a protective shield protecting the cashiers from patrons. Oh, bananas and grapes and apples and all kinds of stuff I got and then came back and I froze some of the stuff. I spoke with both our sons, both sounding 
like they're just completely over this and I just miss them so much and feel horrible that they're alone. My youngest son was told to file for unemployment because his company's investors all pulled out, but the next day he called and said they might have enough to float him for a couple of months. So just the uncertainty of income, which again, this is a global crisis. So many people are in dire straits, and it just breaks my heart when it hits so close to home. I recorded chapters 21 and 22 of Water White, and then... I wiped down all the things that I purchased from Safeway. You know, how weird is that, that they're saying that when you buy things from a store, you got to wipe it all down with disinfectant before you put it away, because evidently the virus can live on things for periods of time. Yesterday, April Fool's Day, the 1st of April 2020, I worked on getting ready for my live Facebook book launch at 5 p.m., and it's started out really well, but then the audio went all wonky and I was told that it sounded like I was speaking a foreign language. So I had to stop that after about a half an hour of fun interaction with those of my friends and family who joined me. I recorded chapters 23 and 24 yesterday, really exciting things happening around the fissures that are opening in this dystopian world. And that brings us up to today. Thursday, the 2nd of April. And I turn the news on and I am absolutely heartbroken because of hate crimes against Asian Americans, death threats against Dr. Fauci. Are you kidding me? Uh, And I just hate that crisis situations do not always bring out the best in people. A lot of people are doing amazing things, are volunteering, are donating, are giving, are helping their neighbors. And then you have the ignorant among us. And and none of you out there listening. So again, I'm preaching to the choir, but it is absolutely heartbreaking to see human beings acting like animals. But I really want to focus today on the fact that it's an absolutely gorgeous day outside. The birds are nesting, plants are sending forth green shoots, and I'm researching how to get my seeds started. I think I might even be able to dig in the garden sometime this weekend. Mike suggested I offer a Q-tip in each episode. So my Q-tip for today is find a way to laugh. It's hard to stay away from the negativity, and I even talk about some negative things in my episodes. Uh, I, I feel like I need to relay the truth of what's happening. But do find a way to laugh today and every day even if it's just a way to laugh at yourself, because we have to do that now and try to make someone else laugh too. Social distancing has made life very difficult for people like me who are extroverts and who like being social and love giving hugs. Maybe it hasn't changed some people's lives too much, those who do not necessarily enjoy those kinds of things. (laughs) But I do believe we'll get through this in time. And in some cases will become better people for it. That's my hope. You can find today's show notes with links and photos on my website at leadvillelaurel.com. Email me, laurel at strackpress.com, and follow me on Twitter at leadvillelaurel. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, subscribe to Alligator Preserves and encourage your friends to do the same. That way you can talk about things that maybe I talk about with your friends. 
Come back tomorrow when I will talk about tomorrow things. And until then, be good, behave, be cautious, find a way to laugh. And thank you so much for visiting. Bye. Alligator Preserves is hosted and produced by Laurel McCard with technical support provided by her husband, Mike McCard. Follow her on her website at leadvillelaurel.com where she writes about life, real, and imagined. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy her books. Find her work at amazon.com. <laughs>